IF company in studio and uh, it was well wrapped up when it came in and could you blame him <laughs> given how bad it is out there at the moment uh, it is time for Taste of the Week and we're joined by the chef Randy Lewis from Round Daddy's in La Hinch how are you? Good, good, good I'd great. say happy Christmas that's what it feels like happy out there Happy Christmas, great day kids were all early building snowmen yeah. getting, the, getting the coal getting the carrot out it was all happening this morning and then getting to school they were all trying no 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 school no no you're going to school <laughs> that's the beauty of uh, an early morning show I don't have to yeah. uh, well I do a little bit of help at the getting for, ready for school but I uh, yeah. saw that they were out playing in the snow good to see uh, yeah, well, good, maybe good for you to mm. see a little reminder of home definitely a reminder of home minus the skis and everything else that goes along with it but yeah <laughs> absolutely it's, it's, it's always fun to see it's fun for the kids eyes to light up and I guess I take it for granted I wasn't too you know they're oh come look around here I'm just like I'll look when I get up I will look when I move it's but probably yeah, probably not too special to you because I mean look for us everyone is we're all agog about the fact that there's snow in Ireland but for you it'd take probably you know being from Canada it'd have to be like six feet of snow before you might go ooh that's interesting yeah I was don't get me wrong it was it was hard for me to get up to, to go look I didn't actually do it until I got up and went and looked but I was definitely the first one out there throwing snowballs and and, and showing <laughs> them how to build the, the you know to roll the snow yeah. on the ground to build up to the big ball I remember when I was going along as a kid, we had big, massive fields going to the school because Canada's obviously quite massive and uh, the big fields and you'd, all over the fields you'd see big giant snowballs the size of, I mean, what then seemed like 10 feet tall, but, mm. you know, they're probably six, seven, eight feet big because kids, oh, really? you got teams of kids pushing them. Yeah, teams, you know, wow. five or six kids having to push them to try and keep on rolling because if you keep on rolling the snow, it, it collaborates, right? Yeah. Wowzers. Okay, that's a, there's a, there's yeah. a I wouldn't want to get hit by that snowball, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's it's almost like you predicted the weather, Randy, because you've brought um, kind I've been of looking heart, ahead. heartwarming food I've been for looking this ahead. weather. Yeah, you, absolutely. you really have. So what, well, what have got, you brought today? Well, St. Patrick's Day is coming up, so we're on you know one week before St. Patrick's Day. I believe it's next Friday. Is it not? Yeah. It is. Perfect. So, so we're one week before it, and I was thinking, you know, I've, I've got to Ireland 17, 18 years ago. Black pudding was, was a foreign thing to me. So, trying black pudding and knowing before what black pudding is and look, wasn't we, we, so yeah. appealing. <laughs> we, we won't mention what's in black pudding, particularly because I'm going to be eating no. some, and I do love it. I love white pudding and black pudding. But when you were first, when you first heard about white and black pudding and were presented with it, what did you? It think? took me a while to try black pudding. I wasn't interested in it. I mean, I was quite a bit younger too, you know, and less, less. Just you know, you're in. You're just. It was just not appealing at the they're start. More suspicious. <laughs> more suspicious. And then I was watching the way some. I mean, some chefs cook it differently. Other chefs cook it greatly. Other chefs cook it poorly. You know, um, I think something like um, the black pudding I brought you right now, Clonic Kelty, needs to be cooked perfectly. And there's different ways to cook it. Um, do you go for the crispy? Do you go for the crispy kind of method? Today we to went for a little bit of a crispy method. So we have uh, Clonic Healthy white bean Tuscany soup in front of you. So I was looking at the weather coming in, you know, looking at black puddings, and obviously Clonic Healthy is my absolute favorite. No word of a lie. Mm. It's got lovely spices to it, lovely textures to it, lovely crunch if you fry it up. So I, you know, recent travels to Italy, I'm thinking tomatoes, I'm thinking, you know, you have the peppery spicy black pudding you know going with the with the with the tomatoes you have the rusticness of the tuscany soup that you have in front of you like a stew snow coming down because snow was forecasted for the last few days we we finally got it right there and voila you have a lovely black bean <laughs> sorry you have a lovely <laughs> black pudding and white tuscany soup um so what we did with this soup we did it a bit differently we got some textures going in there what are you thinking yeah, I've just had some there, and may I compliment you on the 
the beautiful bowl that you brought this soup in. A very nice presentation. Um, and I have to say, I love black pudding, as you say, when it's good quality, like Clonakilty, and uh, the crispiness as well. But it's the textures. It's the mixture of the textures. So, yeah. And I've, I've never had black pudding in a soup. But... Um, it's the early early taste of it, Randy, is that it's lovely. You've got the beans in there. You've got the bits of black pudding. Uh, there's tomatoes. Uh, what, what what else is in there? Tomatoes, celery. We have a little bit of zucchini. Um, then we have obviously our olive oil, parsley, and smoked paprika. So yeah, and, and like so, the whole idea behind this is is obviously the wintry stewy flavors. And I want to just take the black pudding out of the everyday household, you know, breakfast kind of thing, and, and put it into something a bit different. So we to start this one off, very simple like every other soup. But here's something different that I did. As I I took the black pudding and I crisped it up in some olive oil, got it really crispy. Then I set it aside. Then I got all the rest of the ingredients going: the onions, the garlic, all that stuff, sautéing it off. And it's basically throw everything in the pot. Let it simmer away for, for you know, a good hour, hour or so. I cooked the soup last night because um, I think it's soup is like a great red wine. It's you know sits overnight, ferments, and you bring it out, and the flavors really start to come alive. So you have the lovely, smoky flavor, the sweet cherry tomatoes that you have in there, going with the the peppery, crunchy black pudding. So you're getting all those great textures in there. Those those four textures I'm always constantly talking about. Textures. And you have the bitterness of the tomatoes yeah, as well. The yeah. importance of textures in in any dish uh, was really Crunch. something I underestimated. Yeah. Before you came into my life, Randy. Really, is it, is it? Yeah. Just trying to get those four things I always try to get in, in a dish. I think it's really important. Because mm. if, if you're tasting those four things, it becomes more memorable. And you're getting those senses. Because, I mean, a bland... You know, I mean, everybody loves a great bolognese, but you're just eating one thing. Throw some yeah. something crispy in there. Throw some chili in there, like like some people do, and, and all of a sudden it becomes something just completely different. Well, you got so the cr- you got the crispiness of the pudding, which I'm is getting delicious. Hungry. I uh, <laughs> had a chunk of black pudding before I came in here. <laughs> My mouth is salivating, the, looking the, for some water. The squishiness of the the white beans, uh, you the crunchiness of the carrots, obviously the liquidy texture of the of the soup itself. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on. And it's, there's it's a lot delicious. going on. It's delicious. It's, it's kind of a stewy, like, uh, soup. Like, I mean, but these kind of soups in Canada are definitely definitely the kind of soups we have. Blended up soups are, are, aren't are very common in Canada. We're, we're looking for more chunky, brothier, maybe finely diced vegetables um, with a lovely broth. And, and that's that's the kind of soup. So this would be, like, I mean, obviously there's an Italian name to it, Tuscany. My recent trips to, to Italy this year with Sammy have definitely, you know, came into light on this soup. Yeah, was this a soup you had been aware of beforehand or you discovered over in Italy? No, no, I th- I've, I've had it lots. I mean, I, in Canada, Edmonton, Alberta, where, I, where I'm from, there's a part of the town that's called Little Italy. It's about five square blocks, all Italians, you know, the whole lawn bowling and all that stuff going. So hmm. Italian, you, you know, is, is a massive influence where I'm, where I'm from. And obviously, you know, being from, you know, coming from Italy this year, you know, I was kind of thinking about the travels, thinking about... You know, I'd like to be in the sun right now. It's about to snow. <laughs> How can I bring the sun over to me right now? So, you know, when I was I was looking, and and that's what I kind of came up with. Very simple, very easy, um, and yeah, voila, yeah. you got that. I actually have my portion at home. I decided to leave mine at home for the day. Sorry, is this torture? Are you watching me? This is torture, and I had some black pudding because, I mean, you can't you resist the black pudding going on there, especially the way it's cooked and the textures that are going on right now when you when you crunch it up. So. I've been picking away. I brought some extra black pudding and, and i kind of been picking away at that. So, well, What I like is something you have always um, 
emphasised is that, you know, there's no kind of hard and fast rules to cooking. It's about experimenting and picking up tips of how others make certain dishes, but maybe adding your own twist. So, obviously, you mentioned the the Italian influence in in Edmonton, um, but, and then going to Italy and, you know, seeing the Tuscan soup, but... I can guarantee they don't have black pudding. <laughs> no, but in they the put pinch head in it. They put they oh, put a they? pork okay. product in it. So, okay. substitute. So we're kind of just substituting that pork product. Mm. Uh, but you're bringing Ital- your, your influence of living here for the last yeah. near two decades into something. Absolutely, else. and and that's that's where we came to that idea. You know, so there's normally some pork in there, um, a pork pancetta, or maybe whatever pork the person has on hand because that that'd be a very popular dish i mean i'd say around the whole of italy obviously it's you know we've named it the tuscany white bean soup but i mean it's not a it's not an abnormal soup i had that actually where i was staying in salerno um so yeah it's, it's definitely a soup that's it's a widely used in italy God, it's a long time since I've had white beans. I forgot how tasty they, they are. are. As well. So you have they a are. lot of great things in there. You yeah. got a lot of protein in there. You got the you know the carbs and the protein from the beans, and you got the veg. Very good after workout meal, or yeah. pre workout meal, <laughs> yeah. or low carb meal. <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm a dietitian, but but we it. it's 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 all goodness in there. Um, just to ask you uh, uh, as well about. Um, the herbs in it. What herbs are in there? And also the, the pudding. How You know, we're talking about people cook pudding differently. So you've gone for the crispy uh, approach, which I, which I prefer and love. How, how, how long do you cook that for to get it? You know, because sometimes, you know, some people don't cook pudding. For, and it depends on personal preferences. Yeah. Um, they might only cook pudding for a slight bit and it's still kind of rubbery. Yeah. Almost. Others will cook it until it's, well, you can't, not that you can make black pudding any blacker and burn, burn it to yeah. a crisp, but they almost overcook it. That's perfect where it's crispy yeah. but it's not... crispy and you take it out. I mean, it's, there's no really rhyme, I mean, you just got to be watching what you're cooking really. I mean, it's either it's burning or it's not burning. You know, either that's, either that oil in the pan is smoking or it's, you know, it's lovely putting off a fragrance, you know. So, I mean, you got to be looking at it mm. nice and easy and friendly, easy cooking. I mean, again, you could throw it all in the pot and, and, and you get a little, little bit of a different flavors going on there because everything would be melded together. But I think this way you got a couple different flavors going on there. It is delicious. And it's absolutely perfect for uh, the weather outside. I feel lovely and warm now, but it's not heavy. No. Um, you know, and you you have been generous with the lumps yeah. of black pudding. Yeah, we have to shift that into another bomb. Taking that china home. <laughs> that china's coming home with me. I that's thought, that's fine <laughs> as long as you don't steal any of the food in it. I I, I don't mind. So you've, got, you've got your own portion at home anyway. Absolutely. So okay, just run us through the ins, uh, the essential ingredients in this black pudding and tomato Tuscan soup, and Perfect. how lo- how long the the whole process takes, Randy. Pro the whole process. I mean, obviously we cooked ours the night before, but to get the whole process in in the in the pot is quite straightforward. So. What I would do here is I'd slap on my pot like I did, throw some olive oil in there, immediately throw the black pudding in there. And while the black pudding's frying up, then we go to chop on our onions. We got some garlic being chopped up, some zucchini, some celery. Chop all that up. And while the, the black beans are, or sorry, while the, the black pudding's frying, letting that fry. Once you get to the crispiness that you like, I, I, I put a lovely deep crispiness in there because then it, then it holds as well when you put it in the soup and that's what you want it to do you want it to hold together rather than to flake apart and that's actually a ver- very good point that when you overcook pudding it can just 
disintegrate into pieces. Disintegrate. Even, even when the soup there now, it's crispy, but it's unbitten. It's not just crumbling and away. And if you undercook it, it'll disintegrate probably yeah. into soup. You know, fall apart. So you want to get it that, that you know, and then try it. Try as you go. Eat. Eat as you go. Because if you're not trying and eating, you're not getting those flavors right, thinking, you know, I put salt in the end. Well, that's just wrong. You know, salting in intervals is very important. If you're salting in your onion intervals, you're bringing out the flavor of the onions. You know, if you're salting at the end, you're bringing in salt to an end product. So it's too prominent if you wait until the end. To absolutely, a hundred percent. You know, so you want to be salting in intervals on any dish okay. you do. Like that's by far something I didn't invent, but I definitely have been doing since a young age. Just because it just seems like common sense. Why would you be adding soup at the very end of your dish to fix it? Why do you need to fix it at the end of the dish? You know. Yeah. What, what, what went wrong up to that <laughs> now, point? Now the thickness is coming on me. Why do you need to thick? You know? <laughs> so we we have the the onions, the carrots the garlic, the celery, that's all going to go in. We're going to saute that off a bit more, bring out some more of those flavors, salt and pepper a little bit more, and then we're going to add the rest ingredients. We added some smoked paprika into there, saute it off a bit more, bay leaves, and then we are adding in the tomato passata and some cherry tomatoes, and then we're just cooking it out for... I cooked that out for about an hour, an hour and 15, and then I let it sit overnight, um, just, just sit there overnight, and then I brought to the boil again this morning. And when you're letting it sit overnight, is that with the pudding already in it? No. Or you add that at no, the I very the end? Pudding, I add the pudding separate. Now everybody okay. can do whatever they like. Um, I decided to add it at the end. It's the kind of feature of the dish. So that's why we add it at the end. And to get, uh, again, to get that other texture in there now, I'm sure if I would have left it in there, it would have been... Soggy been, or... Uh, maybe a bit soggy. You probably mm. still get the crunch. Mm. You probably still get a bit of crunch out of it. But I wanted to feature that, you know, fe- feature the black pudding. It is Paddy's Day coming up. Well, well, so that's what it's about. I'll, uh, g- the background is the Tuscany. Yeah. The feature is the is the black pudding. And, and uh, w- whatever approach you took is the right approach, as far as my uh, taste buds are concerned. <laughs> I'm supposed to not, you know, I'm supposed to be. Tr- I'm definitely eating some today. Definitely. Yeah, man, but it'll be lunchtime when you get home, yeah. so you might as well. Yeah, pick up Sammy. Um, schools are out for the day. The snow is coming down, so pick up my little fella. We'll go. We'll go up to Limerick and find something to do. I think uh, some, the finding something to do might involve throwing a few snowballs. If the snow is still around, no. I'm, I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping it is. Well, but it looks I like mean, it's, it's going to be around until tomorrow morning at least. So Okay, and it's supposed to snow tonight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no better expert on how to make the perfect snowball than Happy the man days. from Edmonton, oh, Alberta. The first one out there. <laughs> Chuck one away. <laughs> uh, brilliant stuff. And look, that's absolutely delicious. Uh, we'll have the recipe up as well. And uh, what else is going on in the world of Randy Lewis? Not much. We're getting ready for Paddy's, Paddy's Week. It all kicks off. Th- that's when Lehinch really starts you know, coming into its own as Paddy's weekend. You know, I've been I've been living around La Hinch for since two thousand five and every year it hasn't really changed. You know, it's it that's when the kickoff begins is is Paddy's weekend. So business wise and people coming around wise and the vibrancy of people staying in holiday homes and the, the town starting to create its own buzz back against surfers yeah. coming out you know that that's really when 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 the town consistently day in day out starts buzzing so I'm looking forward to that well that must be great you know particularly given the line of work you're in and you know the number of tw- you know as you say that's when the season kind of as you gear towards summer and everything it kind of really kicks off from then and what better event to kick all that off than our national holiday I'd imagine it's going to be very busy but do you you know do you um, really tailor the, the menu towards I suppose with an Irish kind of tinge to the to the dishes or just have like one signature uh, St. Patrick's signature's Day dish sitting right in front of you we're going to use that St. That's, Patrick's Day for that's going to go whole, down well for the whole weekend <laughs> yeah. you know um, seeing how the weather is but I think I think it's a lovely easy dish we'll probably probably maybe trim it down to more of a starter portion size I really want everybody trying it or maybe even just give it out to everybody for free when they come in a little bit of a of a, of a of a little small tasting a few spoonfuls of it I think it's important important for people to widen their widen their flavours 
I'll tell you what, if you're giving that away free, you're going to be the most popular there man in the hinge. There we go. <laughs> Maybe that's the idea. Maybe that's a good thing. That's something I just thought of. <laughs> Definitely. Let's, let's rephrase that. <laughs> rephrase that, it. that is absolutely delicious. That's the black pudding and tomato Tuscan soup. Uh, Randy Lewis, you've played a blinder once again. Perfect. Thank you Glad you enjoyed much. it. Oh, really did. And uh, uh, best to you, uh, particularly for uh, Paddy's Day. I'm sure it's going to be quite busy. And uh, heading on from there into the rest of the spring and summer. Uh, Randy, we'll chat to you again. Thank Thanks you. very much for coming have in. Have a great week. Uh, if you have any uh, culinary-related questions or you're trying out a, a recipe at home and it's not quite going right and you need a bit of advice, get in touch. Let us know what your question for Randy is. 86 1800 964 is the text and WhatsApp number.